Welcome to the Christian Car Guy radio show, the talk show dedicated to helping Christians buy and sell cars by the book, not the blue book, not the orange book, but by God's book, the Bible. Call the Christian Car Guy with your questions, 1-866-34-TRUTH. That's 1-866-348-7884. What does being a Christian have to do with buying a car? You're about to find out. Here's your host, Robbie Dillmore. That's the question this morning on the Christian Car Guy Show is, where were you when Jesus took the wheel? We want to hear your testimony this morning. We want to hear your story. I've had it up at ChristianCarGuy.com all week, that question, where were you when Jesus took the wheel? If you want a blessing, go read some of these testimonies people have posted there. In one case, a, a gentleman by the name of Bob, he posted where, where he was where Jesus took the handlebars. Because in his case, he, he had a motorcycle in an incident that's it's, it's clearly a miracle that, that he survived. It's, it's quite a story. But we need to hear from you. What was your testimony? When did Jesus take the wheel in your situation? You can call us this morning, the Christian Car Guy Show, 866-348-7884, or for the digitally gifted, 866-34-TRUTH. You know, I've been wanting to do this show for a couple of weeks, but I, I, I wanted to wait till I had my good friend and my Christian body shop guy, Jerry Mathis, with us here this morning. And uh, so if you have those body shop issues, but Jerry, you, you've got a story of your own you're going to share in a few minutes, too. Oh, absolutely. I was reading your uh, story about your little Fiat and uh, spinning around made me think about one incident I had and pretty awesome. Yeah, we, we did things when we were younger. In fact, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell my story here in a minute. In fact, I'm going to go ahead and tell it right now, but we need to hear yours. You know, when was it Jesus took the wheel? 866-348-7884. My story happened back in, actually, in 1971. I'm going to date myself a little bit here. I hadn't been driving long. My, my father's dealership traded for this little Fiat Spider, and I begged the used car manager. I was working there washing cars, and, of course, I wouldn't ask my dad, but I begged the used car manager, let me take it home, let me, let me take it home, you know, and unfortunately, <laughs> or fortunately, I don't know how you want to look at that, he gave in. He said, yeah, go ahead, take it, you know. So this is about 3 o'clock in the afternoon. My father knew nothing about it. I ran home, and my little brother at the time, I was 15. He was about 13. You could drive in New Mexico back then at that age. And I picked up my little brother, and off we went. In, in New Mexico, you would go up on the Mesa. That's where you'd go to, to do crazy things that we shouldn't be doing. And, and obviously, you never want to try this one at home, so... But they were building houses up there, and there were some residential st streets that had already been paved, and they had the curbs and gutters up, and they had these wonderful curves in them. And this little Fiat Spider, it was a convertible, and it just hugged the road like it, and nothing I'd ever driven before. And so I just had to see, you know, how fast could I go and make these curves. And so we would go around this little track we'd made there amongst these residential streets, and we would see how fast we'd go. We were going faster and faster. Well, up on the Mesa in New Mexico, there's a lot of sand. <laughs> And that sand makes it way its way into the curbs, and 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 I caught the inside wheels of my car in that curb, and that little Fiat just started spinning, and we were going really fast, and I didn't know what to do. I actually, really, just like it says in the song, I let go of the wheel, and we were just looping, swim, swim, swim swapping around, swapping side, try, trying to figure out where the car was going, and it what seemed like was probably twenty minutes only ended up being. Just a few seconds, probably. 
But then the car just kind of sat in the middle of the road and just rocked back and forth. And I looked over at my little brother. He was white as a ghost. I was like, are you okay? And, and we get out and we look, and that car had spun six times down the middle of that road. How it didn't hit a curb, you know, all I can say is that when I let go, I'm pretty certain at this point in time, like another one of my um, friends posted at the website, Sonny, he said, that his mom must have been praying for him. I'm pretty sure my mom was praying for him because I don't know how in the world. But Jesus took the wheel and said, but I need this morning, that's my story of when I let go of the steering wheel. How about you? When did Jesus take the wheel in your case? We want to hear from you this morning on the Christian Car Guys show, 866-348-7884. We, we certainly want to hear those testimonies. Jerry, you, you, you had a similar story? Yeah, I was probably 17 years old. I remember I had a little Mustang convertible, and I-40 had just got opened up in Winston-Salem, uh, the the eastern part of it. We were running down the road, and it had been raining just a little bit, and I had a carload of guys I went to school with. I decided I was going to get over in the passing lane and just kick it in. Well, I kicked it in. I started doing the same thing you do. I, I don't know how many times we looped it, and I remember going across the medium at that time they didn't have that cable that you're going to get called into and everything so next thing i know i'm still proceeding but i'm in the westbound lane oh man my eyes were about as big as saucers and i just knew one thing i had to get somewhere to clean my drawers out because i don't know how i ended up there and there was a lot of traffic on the road i don't know how i avoided from hitting anybody well, all the guys thought I, man you can really drive well truth is somebody else was driving because there was no possible way i could have done that like i said i to this day, every now and then I run across a couple of those guys that was in the car with me, and they'll always remember that experience, and I do too, because I, I, I absolutely I sucked the cushion of the seat up. <laughs> oh, it's it's one of those things, but and you, you can't help but wonder, I guess God had something for me because I made some really bad decisions to get myself in that position. Oh, absolutely. I think when we're at that age, you think you're bulletproof, and you get behind that wheel, and uh, I think someone posted, you know, the... You get the drilling going and the manhood, and you think you can conquer the world. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, thank goodness that, that we have praying mothers. That, 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 but we want to hear your story. I, I would love to, you know, it's just it's fascinating to me always to hear how God's working out there. And so don't, don't, don't be stingy. Call us at 866-348-7884 and share it with us. Good morning. You're listening to the Christian Car Guy Radio Show. I'm Robbie Dilmore, your host. Over 35 years in the automobile business, but more importantly, your brother in Christ. The Christian Car Guy Show is changing the way people look at their cars. They need to be paid for. No debt. They need tender, loving care, and they need a name like Old Red. Think about it. You see those old tractors out there in the elements? They're still running. Why do you think? Well, if you take care of your car, it'll last pretty much as long as you do. Of course, you can't drive it the way that Jerry and I were describing earlier. <laughs> Speaking of driving safely... Don't speed if you're following Jesus. He's the guy in the right lane, or as we like to call it here on the Christian Car Guy, the righteous lane. It's estimated Americans waste 96 million gallons of gas a week on all this speeding. The fine may be more than we can pay. The Christian Car Guy is a call-in talk show. And so we got lines open. What's on your mind? Maybe you're upset about what happened with the dealers this week at Chrysler GM. Maybe you're looking for answers on what these bankruptcies mean. Maybe you got a car issue. Or we would love to hear your testimony about where were you when Jesus took the wheel this morning, 866-348-7884. Again, you may not get a chance on the show to tell it. You can go to the website at christiancarguy.com, and there you can see these amazing, <laughs> these amazing testimonies that are already there. 
and you can add yours because I'm sure everybody that went there, and I've had lots of comments this week about people, Robbie, that story about the guy in the motor, Robbie, that story about Dr. Sonny. Wow, you know, these things are amazing. We need to hear yours. 866-34-TRUTH. we got Joe's in Utah. Joe, you're on the Christian Car Guy. Good morning. Good morning. What have you got for us? Well, I was um, had some back problems, and I was catching a ride with my girlfriend to a chiropractor. Wow. And she ran a stop sign, and we got broadsided. And I lived through it, and that's the day Jesus took control of my car. Oh, wow, really? Really. And it's, so it, was there more injuries because of the accident? Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm paraplegic now. Oh, wow. So you found yourself just in a whole different world on the other side of that right. accident. Way different world. Oh. But my eyes were opened. Can you share that just a little bit with our listeners, Joe? Well, I was off onto some Hindu stuff that a friend of mine got me into and had given up my belief in Jesus. And after that accident, everything came home for me. And that was that something that, that you had been taught as a younger person and then you started to see it again? Yeah, I was raised as a Christian, but this friend of mine got me into this Hindu business. But after that accident, I, I was awakened. Well, what a testimony you have, I would think, Joe, you know, in your situation as other people look and, and see. What, what, what do you tell them when they say, well, what, what reason do you have for hope, Joe? Jesus saved me. And what a, what a blessing that is. I can't, I've often heard that the reason that Jonah was so effective you know, Joan and the whale. You're right. Was that when he was swallowed by that fish, that apparently that's happened in history to a couple of people, that it bleaches their skin out to where it's just bright white and they have no hair. And oh, so, darn. And so here comes Jonah into Nineveh, a, a bright white-looking guy with no hair, and the rumor <laughs> gets around that this guy's been swallowed by a fish and he's been spit up. Now he tells you to repent. You know, it comes out a little stronger in that case, Joe, so... That's why I think you've got a rare testimony out there, and I'm so thankful that you called us, Joe. I'm glad you guys are on the air. God bless you. You you, you keep giving the hope out there. Thank you, Joe. I sure will. Bye. Call us with your questions or comments. Where were you when Jesus took the wheel? That's the question today on the Christian Car Guy. I've had my socks blown off already this, this morning, but we need to hear your story. These, it's always so wonderful to hear what God's doing out there, and, and it, other people can be encouraged, like I'm sure you were by Joe's story in Utah. 866-348-7884 is how you can get in on this. We want to hear from you. We've got Kathy is in North Carolina. Kathy, you're on the Christian Car Guy Show. Good morning. Good morning. I got on last week. I'm the one that knows Bill Kratz and Bill Mixon. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, I got a story to tell. It wasn't um, the Lord taking the wheel of my car, but somebody else's. Okay. And I was going down 52 North. The traffic had stopped in the right lane. There was no traffic going in the left lane, of course, four-lane highway. Right. They had the big mediums that 
you have to climb over in the middle of the road. You don't just step over them, okay? So these big cement mediums. And so I was the last car in line. I couldn't see what was going on. And I looked in my uh, rear view mirror, and there was a car coming wide open. Oh, my. And he wasn't even slowing down. And my, my first thought was, God, he, if he hits me, I'm dead. And I was just shaking all over. And I thought, I only had seconds to think of what should I do. And I thought, should I get out of the car? If I do, he'll probably run over me because I thought about getting out and running up the hill. And I thought, no. And, you know, then he was almost on me. He swerved to the left lane. He hit the, he sideswiped the medium. His car went straight up in the air, landed, went straight up there again and landed. Parts of his car was everywhere, and he just kept going. And it was just a miracle that he did not hit me. It was God. My Lord saved my life. And, and and I never saw him again, never saw the car again or anything. I just, to this day when I talk about it, I just, it's just awesome what God did. And, and, and a lot of times those things get our attention, don't they, Kathy? <laughs> to say, well, you know, we, we appreciate this relationship, Lord. We, we apparently have, have let you down a little bit. That's That's a wonderful story, Kathy. God bless you. I appreciate you sharing that so much. Well, thank you for taking my call, and God bless. God bless. It blesses my heart when people share. Thank you, Kathy. You're welcome. You're listening to the Christian Car Guy Radio Show. We're talking about where were you when Jesus took the wheel. These stories, I, I know, are warming your. They're certainly warming my heart. But, you know, how can we, how can we explain some of these things that happen? We need to hear from you at eight six six three four Truth. We got Steve is in Illinois. Steve, you're on the Christian Hello? Car Guy Show. Good morning. Good morning. God bless you, brother. God bless you. What what have you got for Steve? Uh, I didn't know how it had to be about a, in a car. Or not, it, but. it doesn't. You could just it, where Jesus took the wheel. Sometimes it could be <laughs> in well, in my case, my whole life. If if I had stayed to trying to steer my own way, I think I'd have been in bad shape. Go ahead, Steve. Yeah, that's why I was. I, I was messed up on drugs and alcohol and that lifestyle eleven years ago, and uh, and I was the Lord delivered me from that, and uh, I was facing fifty years in prison. And a judge, I stand before the judge. The day before, I read a scripture that said, The king's heart is in my hand. I turn it whatsoever I will. The Proverbs. It's like the river of water. And I tell you, I was standing in front of that judge. And uh, he didn't want to hear it. He said, I don't want to hear that. You got to see all your attorneys. And after I take my stuff out of my pocket, go to the bailiff. And I, some say, You can always call on Jesus. And I cried out to the Lord, Jesus. I said, In the name of Christ, Jesus, have mercy on me. And everything stopped. People were crying in the courtroom. And Joe came back. He said, Mr. David, I don't know what it is about you. I want you to come back next Friday for Sunday. I went back there next Friday, and he gave me five years probation. And it didn't go on my record. And I've been praising the Lord ever since. But free of drugs and alcohol and all that. Wow. They were crying in the courtroom, Steve. Yeah. The Holy Spirit they could see what happened. The Holy Spirit came in and touched the judge, the prosecutor, so he said, he had a prosecutor, he said, what do you want to do? It's just everything just stopped. When, it, if I, when you cry out to the Lord, he's there, he's real. And if you're ever in trouble, just cry out to Jesus, and he'll hear you. It happened with my wife, too. She got hit, she got hit, she got thrown 50 feet in the air, her neck was broke, her heel was busted open, her lungs were crushed, and I cried out to the Lord to help. And an ambulance was four blocks away, came and got her. They said she wasn't going to make it. She made it. She, right now, you would never know that she was even hit or nothing. That's amazing. Steve, God bless That's you. Thank you. I appreciate your call so much. I know everybody else out there 
is it's what a story. And then that you know, gee, that's the cool thing. Not only can he take the wheel of your car, but more importantly, he he can he can take the wheel of your life, which ends up that you get to drive to heaven. Thank you, Steve. Praise God. Praise God. I appreciate you very much. You're listening to the Christian Car Guys show. Where were you when Jesus took the wheel? But we also have Jerry with us here from Ray's Body Shop. You may have those kind of things you want to talk about this morning. Or you may be one of the contestants in the Ultimate Auto Accessory Contest that's going on. You can still go to the ChristianCarGuy.com website and click on your and you vote for who you think should be the Ultimate Auto Accessory a very close race, number one and number two, swap positions overnight. Then we're back with the rebuke yourself horn, and then the pop-up signs went to first, and it's back and forth. It's quite a race there still. We've got the sleeping child loader, portable garage all there at ChristianCarGuy.com. we got Sammy in North Carolina has been hanging on forever. Sammy, you're still with us. I didn't make it. But we got, let's see, Jennifer is in Michigan. Jennifer, you're on the Christian Car Guy Show. Good morning. Hi, how are you? I'm wonderful. Tell us your story. About 13 years ago, my husband was driving me to the airport. It was really early on a Saturday morning. And we turned the corner to go down this um, road, and we hit this huge patch of black ice. And we were in a minivan, and it started to flip. And we totally flipped upside down. But as we were flipping, I remember seeing to the right of me this whole line of, like, shimmery white. I registered them at the time as being deer. And I'm thinking, wow, look at those deer right there, like a whole line of them. But they're like a shimmery white, and right in front of us was this huge, huge tree. And as we flipped over, it we were like gently just right on the side of the tree. We never hit it or anything, and we didn't have a scratch on us. We crawled out of the back of the vehicle. And I said to my husband, did you see those deer? I wonder what happened to those deer. And he's like, what deer? I never saw any deer. And then I just kind of forgot about that piece. And then about 10 years after the accident, I was praying one day, and God showed me, <laughs> the whole scene again, and I knew in my heart that those were angels. There were a whole line of them, just very, wow. I can't even, I can't describe it, but I know that they were angels, and they just gently helped us not to hit that big tree that was right in front of our car. So that's my story, and I don't know, it's really, it's just been an awesome testimony for me. Uh, that's, I'm telling you, Jennifer, <laughs> I'm sitting here, I, I barely know what to say, but it is so wonderful. I know, it just, know gave, that, it, it just gave me a glimpse of heaven and how safe and how in his hands we are. And when we put our faith and trust in him, he does take care of his children. And, 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 and the neat thing I can hear in your voice is, you know, they say perfect, well, they don't say, the Bible says perfect love drives out fear. Mm. And, and it sounds like during that time, you were, weren't terrified like a lot of us would have been, including <laughs> me, that you thought about, hey, how about those deer? What a cool, what a cool way to, to look at that. Yeah, yeah, That's but a, it's just neat. It's just neat. He's just—they're all around us, all the time, protecting us. And when, you know, I don't know. It's just really neat. And here's a chance for you to get on national radio and tell the world about <laughs> it. Isn't that yeah. cool? God provides yeah, that. Awesome. He does, and I'm so yeah. thankful that you had the courage to call us and share cool. that with us. It blessed me. I'm telling you, thank you so much. Well, good. Thank you for your ministry. Oh, thank you. Right. Bye bye. You can hear all these. You know, there's going to be a podcast loaded up here in a few hours probably by 10 o'clock tonight, and you can share these with somebody that needs to hear them at ChristianCarGuy.com. ChristianCarGuy.com and email us. There's more ChristianCarGuy to come after this break.
Jesus took the wheel. That's what we're talking about this morning on the Christian Car Guy. With not a dry eye in the house here in Truth Studios, I can tell you that. 866-348-7884. We want to hear your story. I'm sure you've been blessed by these stories, but everybody, the, the Lord's laying it on your heart. you got to share it. Give us a call at 866. I know it's hard to get in, but just keep trying. 866-348-7884. Where were you when Jesus took the wheel? We have a very, very special caller here. This is reported, according to the computer, this might be my mother. <laughs> Mom, you're on the Christian car guy. <laughs> Good morning. I, 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 I have an insight of what your story may be, but I would love to hear it again. Well, this actually happened when I was pregnant with you. Oh, oh. <laughs> so you probably don't know this story. I don't know this story. A new story. <laughs> okay. Boy, am I glad Jesus took the uh, Go ahead. Yeah, well, that's what I was thinking. Uh, he was saving you for something special even before you were born. I was late for Sunday night services at our little Baptist church. I was driving an old, probably a 50 Chevrolet. We lived on the side of a mountain with switchbacks to get down into town. And what I didn't realize was even though it was April, the snow in Idaho had melted and this whole switchback was covered with black ice. And I did a stupid thing. I started down the hill, and I saw all these flashing lights at the foot of the hill, and I put my foot on the brake, and you know what happened. Oh, yeah. I started spinning, and I would spin right over to the edge of the road where it looked like I was going to fall down on the people who lived at the foot of the hill, and then I would spin back again, and I, spin, I spun four times around and ended up facing back up the hill in a snowbank. Wow. And what the flashing lights at the bottom of the hill were all the other cars that had smashed up. And, Mom, this is 1955, since I happen to know. Yeah. <laughs> you probably weren't wearing a seatbelt, were you? <laughs> I didn't have a seatbelt. No, I didn't have a seatbelt. And this policeman came over to me. They were there taking care of all these people that had cracked up their cars. And he mouthed to me through the window because I was too shaken to roll the window down. And, of course, there were no automatic windows. He said, are you okay? I said, yes. He said, then get the hell out of here. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> he, did, he didn't cut that out, Mom. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> well, you're telling it like it was, but obviously. Well, that's, the way, that's what he said. And I, I, I drove the car around and went on to church. And your dad was directing the choir. And he said, I saw you come in the door, and I wondered how bad did she crack it up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Anyhow, I love your show, son, and I love you. Thank you. I guess Jesus took the wheel even back in the 50s. <laughs> oh, I know it was the Lord. <laughs> oh, there's no doubt. I, it I was the Lord because everybody else had cracked up their cars. and. Oh, wow. I, I don't know why I didn't hit another car or a tree or something. But anyhow, he he saved me and you. Yeah, and then you prayed a lot for me later. That ended up helping a lot. Thanks, Mom. God bless I've been you. praying for you for many, many years. <laughs> it took a lot, I'm sure. <laughs> Thanks, Mom. God bless you. You're Love listening you. to Bye -bye. the Kristen Car Guys Show, 866-348-7. I wasn't expecting that one, and I have never heard that story. 
I can't believe I've never so heard you that story. You thought you knew exactly what she was going to say, <laughs> and mom threw you the curveball. Oh, no, she did. Eight six six three four eight seven eight eight four. We want to hear your story. Mary is in. Hold on forever in North Carolina. Mary, you're on the Christian Car Guy show. Good morning. Good morning. Praise the Lord. Yes. Yes. I I am calling. I'm so glad you took this call. Uh, I'm calling. Um, Jesus took the wheel uh, about five years ago. I was driving, me and my niece, and uh, we were driving and stopped at a stop sign, a stop uh, stoplight, and a car rear-ended us, just rear-ended us while we stopped at a stoplight. And uh, we were kind of shaken. Uh, wasn't really hurt, but we were kind of shaken. And uh, at that time, the, the driver got out and came around and uh, said, well, are you okay? You're, there's no damage on my car or your car. And at that time, um, I said, well, my niece said well, her neck was hurting. She was a, a basketball player, and she said her neck is hurting. And, and mind you, I'm a prayer warrior. Oh, I work yeah. at the local television stations in the prayer room, so I've been a prayer warrior for years. And at that time, I heard the Holy Spirit say, um, uh, my niece said, well, let's call the police and see what they say. So the police wanted to know if we wanted the ambulance or, you know, were we really hurt or whatever. So they, uh, the fire truck came, the ambulance came, the police came, everybody came. And uh, they were saying the same thing, your car's not damaged. But at that time, I began to hear the Holy Spirit say, let the ambulance take you and get you checked out. Well, uh, the, the, they began to say, well, you can, you know, you can drive yourself or you can wait till tomorrow. And the Holy Spirit began to talk even louder. Let the, Holy, let the uh, ambulance take you to the hospital to be checked out. So I said, okay, I, I'm, I'm, we're going to let the uh, ambulance take us to be checked out at the local hospital. Wow. And uh, he said, well, you know, even though your car, you, it can be driven, it's not damaged, uh, someone would have to move it. So my niece called my husband, which was uh, just a couple of blocks around the corner, and, and uh, asked, told him that we were in an accident and he'd need to come and move our car. It's not damaged, but come and move it. So he came, and uh, they were putting us on the stretcher. He came, and uh, he said, uh, honey, are you all right? I said, well, um, I said, honey, uh, we're going to be checked out. I said, we're just going to be checked out. He said, okay, I'll go ahead and move your car. And uh, they took us to the hospital uh, in the, in, back in the examining room at the emergency room of the hospital. And uh, while I was laying there, the nurse says, um, you've got a visitor. Uh, you want company? And I said, yeah, I was thinking it was my niece's mother. And uh, in walked my husband. And he said the same thing. He said, honey, are you okay? I say, well, you know, they're still uh, haven't been checked out yet, but, uh, you know, I'm waiting to be checked out. He said, oh, okay, and went over and sat in a chair and had a heart attack oh, and died in the emergency room. And I looked, and he had a gurgle. Uh, it's the most horrific gurgle uh, that, I, I could, that I could imagine. He was there gurgling, and I looked, and I began to scream, doctors, a nurse, get in here, get in here, somebody. And, and they were running so fast, they almost ran past the room. And they looked at me, and they said, ma'am, are you all right? I said, it's not me, it's my husband. And they looked, took one look at him and knew what was happening. He had had a massive heart attack right in the emergency room. And uh, they, they got him, and, and you know, they, they, they put him on the table, and they shocked him twice. Uh, he, was, he, he literally died. They shocked him twice. He came back. And, and, and when they brought him back, he, he died again. They shocked him twice. He came back. And the doctor told me, she, he said, ma'am, he said, your husband is in serious condition. He's had a massive heart attack. He's had a heart attack. 
he said he, he has uh, uh, we have to do surgery. We're gonna have to you're gonna have to make some decisions on what you want done. And as I begin to weep and cry, he said, and, and the doctor said, "Ma'am, I don't know how you believe." He said, "But if he had been anywhere else, Mary, he wouldn't have we got We got to go to this break. Wow." But you hang on with us. We got a, we got a couple of follow-up questions we need solved. <laughs> so you you come back on the other side of this break, okay, Mary? Okay, I will. I'll hold on. Thank you. The number is one 34 truth Call us with your questions or comments. You're listening to the Christian Car Guy Radio Show, and I'm probably, <laughs> this is an amazing time we've had as these folks share their places where Jesus took the wheel of either their lives, as the case may be, or maybe their car, and just blessing after blessing has been poured out, but we want to hear from you, certainly still this morning, at 866-348-7884, and again, I'll get this podcast up and loaded myself by about four o'clock i'll do it myself because this this is something you're going to want to share with some people this afternoon so you got to hear this show and what god's done in these people's lives mary are you still with us i am mary i have to ask so your husband made it did he make it did he make it yeah yes yes he is alive he's alive and well and so it's obvious when you let the holy spirit take over even though you didn't think you may need to go to the hospital he had a reason for it. He's involved in everything. There, Jerry was talking about it during the break, that, that God just steers us so many times. And God bless you for sharing that story. It is so wonderful. Thank you, Mary. Yes. We appreciate it so much. Yes. All right. You're welcome. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. All right. Where were you when Jesus took the wheel? 866-348-7884. Elizabeth is in North Carolina. She's been hanging on a, about half the show. Elizabeth, you're on the Christian Car Guys show. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you so much for taking my call. You bet. I actually have two reasons for calling. Um, I'm, I, I've enjoyed listening to your um, program this morning. We're actually listening online. Oh, and, um, yeah, I am actually Stephen Corbett's sister. He is the contestant for the Rebuke, Rebuke Yourself Horn. Ah, on the ultimate auto accessory contest. Yes. We're Pilgrim <laughs> Tours. We might hear from John Wayne here in a minute. <laughs> Pilgrim Tours, he, he, they're going to send these people to Israel or the Oberammergau Passion Play, all these different places. John Wayne there? Where, where is he at? He's, he's coming up, but go ahead, Elizabeth. Tell us, tell us. So you rebuke yourself, Horn. They need to go vote for this because Stephen needs to go to Greece. He's going to be a missionary, right? Exactly, yes. He's been hoping to be a missionary since he was a young teenager. So oh. I think it would be a great opportunity for him. And I actually also wanted to tell you about um, a car accident. <laughs> Please. Yes. Um, when we were younger, I think it was in um, 1999, we were in a car accident. We were all family. There were actually seven kids. Um, we were going to Pennsylvania. We lived in Mississippi to visit my great-grandmother. And um, my mom was driving. And we came up over a hill, and there was a little car stopped right in the middle of the road. And uh, my mom, you know, had to make a quick call. She, she tried to stop and realized she wasn't going to be able to stop in time. So she swerved um, to miss the car, and we went up on a bank. And actually, it was an eight-passenger van, and we actually flipped upside down and backwards. <laughs> oh, wow. And um, 
none of us were hurt, but Stephen, um, which is my oldest brother, he he was sitting in the back. We were short one seatbelt, and we um, decided after that never to take a chance like that again. <laughs> but um, he actually flew the whole way from the back of the van up to the front and happened to hit the back padded seat of the very front seat. So we just we knew that God had saved him because the you know the van was horrible. It was of course totaled and the windshield flew out and um, we just all felt like that God had saved Stephen for something special. And now he's been called to be a missionary to Greece. What a wonderful yes. story, Elizabeth. <laughs> God bless you and thank you for calling and sharing that one after the other. It just blesses me to see how God's he's out there working every minute for us, isn't he? Yes, he is. It's amazing. Well, thank you for calling, and thank you for taking part of that, that accessory contest. It's awesome. If John Wayne ready to, he's chiming you in. You can make it, Pilgrim. There you go. I knew he could do it. <laughs> Provided by Pilgrim Tours and 109, you pull it all to parts. Thank you so much, Elizabeth. Thank you. God bless Bye-bye. you. Bye-bye. All right, we got Bonnie in Texas. She's been hanging on, but you got to call us with your story, 866-348-7884. Bonnie, you still with us? Yes, I am. Please share it. Um, it was back when I was younger and it was before I was a Christian, before I was serving the Lord. Um, but I knew the Lord was tugging on my heart back then, but, um, I was with my boyfriend and we had been drinking and I don't know if people know from Wharton to, um, 290, um, Pinemont area, which is where we live. Um, my boyfriend had told me that I needed to drive because he wasn't in a condition to drive, and neither was I. And the only thing I remembered was getting behind the wheel and getting on the freeway and waking up the next morning and going out, and my car was perfectly parked in a parking spot, and how we made it home, I have no idea. Wow. And uh, and I know that God had (laughs) angels with me and actually were driving the car. Um, so it was amazing for me that, that God loved me that much, that he took care of me. Well, thank you for sharing that, Bonnie. God bless you. I appreciate your call very much. we got a lot more coming up. Let us know how we're doing. Visit our website at ChristianCarGuy.com and email us. There's more Christian Car Guy to come after this break. Wow, what a show we've had today, the Christian Car Guy Show. We're talking about where were you when Jesus took the wheel, testimony after testimony, miracle after miracle. You don't think God's alive and well? Listen to this show, <laughs> I'm telling you. 866-34-TRUTH. We just got a couple minutes left. I'm going to try to get one or two more callers in. they got to go quick, though. Harry, you're on the Christian Car Guy Show. Good morning. Good morning. This is Harry. Yes, Harry, can you share with us? Just want to do it real quick because I hear you got short time. Listen, I was in college uh, when this uh, incident happened. Uh, uh, a very popular uh, student leader, and uh, uh, just really, you know, as a PK, I was expected to be good in church. And- <laughs> I understand. So anyway, uh, on July thirtieth of that given year, uh, my mother pulled me aside and just asked for the condition of my life. And I told her, you know, I'm glad you asked because I really am tired of being a hypocrite. And I says, as any hypocrite knows, we know who all the hypocrites in church are, and these guys are all hypocrites. So I don't mind. I'm going to quit. So anyway, she's kind of shocked. I mean, I had never done this because I was always, the, you know, Mr. Nice Guy and student leader and youth leader in church and all this other stuff. 
So she was just totally shocked. Uh, so she, I mean, we had a long discussion past midnight, and uh, finally I said, look, I'm tired of this, I'm going to bed. She says, can we pray? I says, Mom, I just told you I don't believe in God, and you want me to pray to someone I don't believe? Forget it, you know. Walked out, went to the bathroom, finished off, and as I got out, I was hearing her crying, weep before the Lord, and just, just carrying on. And I just laughed, and I said, this is crazy. And the next day, uh, I just went to work, had a full day of work. At the total end of the day, I'm driving home. And as I'm driving home, uh, I was I went a different way because my recently sold car, or I should say my cousin's recently sold car was driving in front of me. So I caught up with the guy, talked with him, and went this other way. Well, so here I am on the city street, and I'm ready in, in the city of Milwaukee at the time, and we're ready to roll. There's a cab like standing next to me, and I had this AMC car, which back then in the days, you understand, everybody oh, yeah. see, right? So um, we're street racing in a city street, which barely has a lane and a half, okay? And we're tearing off. We're doing an excess of 90 miles an hour on oh, the my. city. And suddenly in front of me, there's this Buick Skylark. Oh, I see this car. And I said, oh, my God, Here's I'm going to kill this guy who's just hanging out in front and on the passenger side talking to somebody. So I'm trying to figure out how to get past the Cadillac and get past me or, or, or slow down and get behind it. Meanwhile, the caddy sees my indecision, cuts me off, and so now I have no choice. I've got to do what i got to do. So I tag the caddy, and that takes me into a spin. Where did the guy land? I don't know. And later on, we figured out he vaulted over the car save his life, and I think the angel just picked him up and threw him across. Anyway, I don't have my seatbelts on. I am falling clear across the car. I say, i got to get control of the car. I get back up, pull the steering wheel up, only to see that I'm head-on hitting into a big old Ford LTD, and crash, it was a head-on collision, and that was the end of it. The ambulance driver picked me up, and they said that the guys always were would take bets to see how long a person would be in the hospital. Or you got to finish up for us, Harry. You got You can't, don't leave us hanging. You sure. came. Uh, tell us about the prayer that that later followed. Well, what happened was my mom actually had that day that the Lord was going to uh, was going to punish me, and she was praying for my life. And when she heard the ambulances going past the house, she already told my dad to get up and get ready to go to hospital. I'm that I'm in an accident. So you gave, you gave your heart to the Lord? My heart to the Lord to an intern who was there and who led me back to the Lord and said, you got to live a different life. That is a true story. Well, then what a way to one and a wonderful show. Thank you, Harry, so much. God bless you. we got to run, but you might want to consider giving that wheel to Jesus yourself this week. It's pretty easy to talk to him. He says in Matthew 11, Come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, I will give you rest. 